Igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. It's going to happen in its own time. And I think the most important thing is to create the space within yourself to be a receiver. And if you are truly a receiver and truly patient, things will come. Maybe it's time to go on. Not a day goes by. Doesn't you? Not a neck gone past to slip through. Not a smile can make on this cold face. Think I'm broke without you. Think I'm broke without you. The What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Fire. On this episode of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, we have singer, songwriter, and collaborator Robert Arms. I hope you enjoy his perspectives on the art and craft of songwriting and so much more. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Today, a songwriting friend on, he is Bobby Arms. Bobby is a singer-songwriter from Holliston, Massachusetts, emphasizing songwriting and beginning about six years ago with his daughter, Senna, and a lot of his songs touch the base of country, folk, and Americana. Bobby, how are you today? I am doing very well, and uh, thank you so much for having me, Fox. It's really an honor. I, I feel humber, humbled by this opportunity, I must say. Uh, I don't feel worthy, but I, I will try to be. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gents, he, he certainly is worthy. And just to paraphrase a little bit, you know, along about a year ago, uh, a few months after the passing of, of my grandmother, Wanda Kilblock, you know, honoring, uh, honoring her, um, I, I wrote a song and posted it on a site uh, called Freddie, which is now Songwriting Pro. And uh, Bobby here heard it. And Bobby, best of my knowledge, you know, you, you told me in writing that you you had never met your grandmother, but you felt like, um, after reading the lyrics and hearing the demo of the song, that you, you really connected with it. Yeah, there was a real warmth that came through in the song. And uh, yeah, so I just felt a real connection to it. And I, I think I offered some other uh, critiques to it too, which weren't directed at you. They were directed at more the uh, performance that was put together. And so, um, as you know, I, I kind of, took it from there and I, I took some turns on there and we made it into something else together, which was really cool. It was very rewarding. So cool. And it was such a fun, uh, such a fun co-write. You put some WD-40 on it and, 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 made, it, and made it even better. And um, I think yeah. that was my first co-write ever, to be honest with you. I, I don't think I have ever co-written with anybody that I recall. Uh, if, if I might be over uh, just forgetting somebody, but I think that might've been, you were my first Fox. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I didn't disappoint. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, contraire. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then the, the song is called Here's to You. It, it's on uh, Bobby's SoundCloud uh, uh, channel, if I, if I could share it. Last name, A-R-M-E-S, Bobby Arms. So um, if you're intrigued after this talk, please, please, please check that out. Here's to you about uh, the, the late, great Wanda Moore Keelblock. Let's get in um, to your, your journey, 
uh, Bobby, after okay. communicating with you and talking to you over the last basically basically year. Can you remember the first song you wrote with your daughter, Seta? Yeah. Um, there was this song that, um, yeah, basically just to kind of give people a little background, my, my daughter was probably like, I don't know, eight years old or something. And she used to just kind of love Taylor Swift and listen to it in the car all the time with her. And so we told her, you know, Taylor just had like, you know, written about her life, you know. And so my daughter like used to come up with like all sorts of crazy lyrics in the back seat and everything and just really bad stuff. I mean, just, you know, just, you know <laughs> it's what you would expect, you know, and it's just, you know, somebody just learning how to do something. And then one day, you know, she, she said, dad, can I borrow your phone? Can I record some? So she like created like a voice memo and she recorded this song. Um, oh God, what was it called? It'll come back to me. But she just sang it like acapella just by herself in the bathroom. And, and then she brought it to me. And I, I'm thinking, you know, this is just going to be another just, you know, just a silly little girl song. It's not. But then it, it was like, wow, this was really something. Um, it was something called like the world around me um, or something like that. The world around me. So, you know, uh, my first song writing with her was like putting, I had to figure out how to put guitar to it. So I had to, you know, put the chords to the, her melodies and kind of help her work out the different sections of the song. And um, to this day, I don't think we have a really good recording of that. And I kind of regret that. I almost kind of want to go back because it was actually a really pretty song. I mean, and it was just, it, it, it just always astounded me that she could come up with something like that. And it's, you know, it was just like pure unconscious um, inspiration from her, you know, just without, without anything getting in the way. And so it was, it was really beautiful. I mean, uh, yeah, I got to go back and I got to look at that sometime. I got to put that together because I, I feel like I'd like to get a, have a good recording of that just to, you know, going forward because I'd hate to lose it forever. But, but that was, that's, that's how I started songwriting. I helped my daughter finish her songs. And, it's and in the genes. It's in the genes. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've been playing guitar ever since I was like 12 years old, but I never, you know, I used to play in, you know, um, we played covers, you know, with friends in a rock band, garage band, and played all the ACDC and Van Halen and all this stuff. And you know, it was a blast and had a great time, you know, but we didn't write any songs and all we thought was, you know, all that mattered was like being able to do the stuff that was really hard that either Eddie Van Halen did or Rush or, you know, something wasn't good unless it was hard and a challenge, you know. So I spent my whole life just looking at music that way. I appreciated a lot of music, but I never got into writing at all until my daughter, you know, so she got me into it, which is such a twist because usually parents get their kids into something, you know, but she kind of ended up getting me into it. Um, so yeah, and it's, it's kind of gone from there. Um, eventually she kind of lost interest. I mean, she kind of created a few more songs. We did some recitals. We used to go to um, open mics and she and I would play together. She didn't want to go to the kid open mics. She wanted to go to the grown up open mics. So that was a lot of fun. It was <laughs> great. Um, and she was like a little star out there. She was great. I mean, she never got, she was never afraid to be on stage either. I was terrified because <laughs> I had never really done that before. Um, 
so it's been a, a great journey with her. And today, you know, these days, you know, she's in high school and she's kind of lost, you know, she's not interested in that anymore. And I don't want to shove it down her throat. And so, you know, I'm doing my thing and she's, at least for now, she's not doing that anymore. But uh, I kind of just realized helping her that I could actually write songs on my own. So. It's interesting. I mean, it's almost like she, she was the seed, right? Yes. Um, yeah. You ever read the book, The Seed by John Gordon? That sounds very familiar. Yeah, he does a lot of uh, books in terms of that, you know, what were the, the, the precursors? Yeah. Um, they're all, they're all fables, but it reminds me, reminds me of that book. Interesting how your, you know, your, your, your daughter was, did something that really reawoke something that was years, years in the past. Yeah, Pretty that's cool. a good way to, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So you've, you, you've been on this journey that was back when she was around, what, eight years old? Something like that. Yep. She's in high school. So this, this has been going on for pushing 10 years. Um, within your songwriting journey, I want to ask you this. Fill in the blank. The hardest part of songwriting is? Lyrics. Lyrics. Yeah. I remember a time when I was trying to write some songs I could you know I could come up with a lot of different guitar riffs because I played guitar a long time so I could you know and that was often the 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 seed of most of my early songs were just guitar riffs and that's fine I mean that's just one way to kind of approach it but I remember just sitting with my my guitar and having these cool sounding chords and just everything but and even melodies but when it came to lyrics i, I remember feeling like it, it was a very uncomfortable feeling of feeling like i don't know how to do this i don't know how to do this I, it was just like i had almost had anxiety about it so i wanted to like get it done and get it, it kind of get through with it and get it out there and put it down so i don't have to think about it anymore because it's just it was an uncomfortable feeling right um and i spent a lot of time uh it's funny, like there's, I, I learned, let's see, there's a Netflix show about um, the Eagles where Glenn Fry was talking Love about. It. Love Did it. you see that? Yes, thousands yeah. of times. Yeah, me too. I've, I've rewatched it numerous times. And he spoke about how he didn't know how to write songs, but then he was staying in a little apartment above Jackson Brown. And he heard the teapot, right. And so, and Jackson Brown was working on a, Oh, one of his hits. Doctor uh, of My Eyes, maybe? Doctor of My Eyes, yes, exactly, yes. And so, you know, and I think he, he explained how, like, Jackson Brown would do a verse and work on this and do it over and over and over and over and over. Then he'd get away from the piano and put on the tee for a little while, and then he'd write some more, then he'd go back to the piano, and then Glenn Fry was just all, oh, this is how you write a song. And so watching that and hearing that, it was like, I can relate to that. I mean, so that was just, like, so helpful. And there was another... Um, one I don't know if it was on Netflix or not. It was by John Mellencamp. He has something called Plain Spoken, and it's uh, it's a documentary, but a lot of also performances of his in in this one concert. And he talks about the process of songwriting. And it's, um, so I became kind of a junkie for like uh, really looking at how to improve my craft. So I would you know find all this stuff online about like what to do here, what to do, you know, so I was, and still am a student of songwriting, um, even though I only started this in my 50s. And it's just been 
so, so rewarding. Um, I mean, and now I, when I sit down with a blank sheet and I'm trying to write some lyrics, instead of like the anxiety of feeling uncomfortable, it's turned into like, this is the greatest fucking opportunity to say, <laughs> to say something, anything I want in a really unique, beautiful way. And every line is a potential to do something new in a different way. And, and so it's kind of like I flipped it on its head. It's like now it's become, I mean, I can't tell you how many hundreds of times I've rewritten uh, like the, the song that I'm going to be playing later, um, I'm Broken Without You. I'm Broke Without You. I, I literally, I, I, you know, I only started that a week and a half ago, but I've rewritten those lyrics so many times. Every word I've like, I lose sleep over it. They go through my head and I just think that word isn't right. Got to find something else there. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, and it's just, it's extremely satisfying when I get it to a point where I think this is probably good. It still could change tomorrow and I'm willing to record it too. But, you know, it, I could still, I don't know, in, in my view, lyrics are never done. It's almost like an evolving thing. Um, you, you could almost always find something to improve slightly somewhere. Um, so I, I believe I've transgressed from what you originally asked me, but <laughs> no, that's good. This is this is about you, and I want you to talk talk honestly, honestly like that. It seems like you know the beginning of your journey. You, you thought like, well, I have to write lyrics, and now it is now it's I get to write lyrics. Yeah, and, uh, and you're really enjoying it. And yeah, I, you know, I do as well. Yes, I know you do. Yeah, you write poetry. Yes, poetry and lyrics. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just so immensely rewarding. Um, it's hard to put it into words. I don't know. Think about what you just said. It's so rewarding, it's hard to put it into words. Yeah, no pun intended. But <laughs> I like this. I, like I guess this. I got to put that into words somehow. <laughs> All right, fill, fill in this line. A great okay. song is? Inspirational um heartwarming emotional you know but it doesn't always have to be that you know sometimes some songs can just be kind of fun i don't know there's i've heard some lines said you know a good song it's either gotta get you thinking get your toe tapping or or warm your heart you know if you can do a little of all that that's good so um for me usually it's pretty emotional uh, you've seen some of the stuff I write about. I mean, it's sure. yeah. it's, it's never happy stuff. I don't write happy. To be honest with you, I, I'm happy in my life. And I mean, I love my life, but my life is pretty boring. I mean, it, nobody wants to hear about how I wake up and I love my wife and how beautiful she is. And I, yeah, well, maybe she would like to hear that. Yeah, I mean, f for me, though, when I'm writing, I don't know, I... I usually want to write about something meaty that has some form of misery involved. Um, I know that sounds negative, but, but like, for example, in the song that I'm going to perform a little later, you know, it's about a guy whose wife has died, right? But he's looking forward to seeing her in heaven. And there's something really beautiful about that. Um, so yeah, I can't, I can't really write songs about, uh, 
picking up a girl in a bar. I don't know. Somebody like Eric Church can write a brilliant song like Put a Drink in My Hand, and it's just an amazing, perfect song in my view. I love it to death, but I can't write songs like that. I can't write about all I want to do is put a drink in my hand. I mean, I love that song. I wish I had written it, but I just, I don't know. I can't write about that stuff. It just, it's not me. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, I love songs like that. It's not my tribe either. Um, yeah, you know the song I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. a great song. And, yes. you know, you got to like that kind of thing. Oh, but, no uh, question. Um, and so many country songs, um, you know, they're about drinking, you know. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but I got to tell you, I get really tired of listening to country radio where I, I kind of don't listen to it anymore because I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate for me. It doesn't click for me. I mean, there's some stuff that's just like absolutely amazing and I love it. Like, uh, oh, so uh, the girl that sings more, you'll break more hearts than mine, uh, Ingrid something, I forgot mm-hmm. her last name. This is beautiful, beautiful country song, just extremely simple and traditional. It's just, I love that. I mean, I just thought that was, one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. I mean, um, that's going to bug me. I can't find her name. Bug me too. We'll have to we'll have to Google it while we're while we're talking here. Yeah, maybe I'll do that in the background here. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to get sidetracked. But um, I don't I don't remember what your original question was, Fox. What a, what a good song is. You, you said oh. inspirational and it makes you think. And I think that that you're definitely in the majority. Certain certainly for me. I mean, certainly for me, if I have a drink in my hand, I hear a song that makes me think I'm in the right place. Yeah, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. So I certainly concur. Let's continue with our our little game. What, which and where we'll get to know Bobby a little bit more. Uh Okay, I'm sure. We've 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 talked about this. Uh, Bobby swears he's not ready for this. I believe he is. I'm sure you believe that he is. Bobby, I'm just going to read a line from maybe one of your influences, and you tell me from where it came. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> I, I will ask one more time. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. Here it is. Quote number one. I wouldn't be the man I am today if not for those who love me along the way. I love that line but I can't tell you where it came from. Oh yeah, he, he's so close to you right now. It is unbelievable. Oh, really? <laughs> just talked about him. I, I don't know. You just talked about this man. Uh, who the hell was I just talking about? <laughs> Drink in my hand. Oh, that's Eric Church, that's really? Eric Church, that's oh. Eric Church. That's Which Eric Church lyric. I don't know exactly, but it popped. Okay popped in my my queue and I said that's something I need to ask Bobby. No I, I really like that line though. I wouldn't be the man I am if it weren't for the people. What is it again? I wouldn't be the man I am today if not for those I've loved along the way. Yeah that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I love that. I gotta tell you he is one of my I don't know I don't think I listed him. Did I list him as an influence? I can't remember. Yes but yes. He I just he does so many things so well. I, I just really i mean it's just he's one of my oh yeah i love his stuff he's just he's the gold standard in my mind so i mean for me too he's he's one of those that i i try not to analyze the song i just try to have fun listening to it because it just goes whoo yeah. <laughs> like how did you come up with that i, I could have yeah. written that i mean i couldn't have so yeah and for, for, for me too and and speaking for the um, 
speaking of those you've loved along the way, what music musicians have influenced you? Who have you loved along the way that have gotten um, you to where you are as a singer songwriter? Well, early on, as I mentioned before, I mean, I, I used to be into a lot of just, you know, rock growing up. Um, and, you know, I grew up, uh, my, me and my friends as a teenager, it was all, Pat Travers was huge for me. Um, a lot of people don't even know who he is, but Van Halen, ACDC, you know, things of that nature. But when I started getting into songwriting in my 50s, that's when I really started to appreciate and listen to more of Bob Dylan. I really got into Eric Church, of course, as I've mentioned. Um, John Mellencamp, um, he has some later stuff from later in his career. I mean, his old stuff's great and it, it was really good, but he, he has some other stuff um, like this from that, um, that movie that he had plain spoken. There's this one song on there called uh, I'm a Troubled Man. And it's just a brilliant song. And so uh, songs like that just uh, really, really kind of stuck with me because it was, it resonated where like, you know, so many musicians these days, they're young and they're writing about young things. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm at, I'm at where I'm at and this is what I'm writing about. And I can write about, you know, being at my age and, and whatever troubles I might have or, or even imagine that I might have and or writing about death of myself or loved ones. Uh, and so, um, yeah, John, John Mellencamp was a huge influence. I just, cause he's really matured in his later years. He's, he's just got some amazing, amazing songs. Um, he's an artiste. I mean, he's an oh. artiste. Just looking at his trajectory over the over the years, and you know, following it casually, and I I love his work. It it seems like in later years, you know, he's really focused on being the artist in the song and not necessarily the entertainer. Um, yeah, and I, yeah. I think it's I think it's really um, given great depth to his work. For yeah, sure. and, I, and I've seen that documentary. At least started I've started watching it. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, totally, he's, totally he's, like a fine, he's like a fine wine that has just gotten better in time, in my indeed, mind. Indeed, indeed. That's, it's a nice rhyme right there. Uh, nice didn't mean to rhyme. Just <laughs> <laughs> Seeds, and the antennas are up here. The antennas, are de they're definitely up. Hey, second, second line I want you to fill in, in what, which, and where. Who said this? He, he who is not busy being born is busy dying. So you're going to get me again. I don't know. <laughs> and again, if we, if we just rewind about 90 seconds, you, you mentioned him. Uh, not Eric Church again. Right. Okay. Uh, Bob Dylan. Indeed. Okay. Well, Indeed. I was just a guess because I mentioned him 90 seconds-ish ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my memory is not what it used to be, so <laughs> I can't remember a lot of these lines. Oh, that's another great line. My memory is not what it used to be. That, that's something. That's another semen. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> well, I think you got it recorded here, so I can always right. jot that down. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm two for two now. Yes, yes, you are. And you know, <laughs> we are going to we're going to uh, quit while we're ahead uh, <laughs> with 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 what, which, and where. Thank you for for sharing all those memories and anecdotes. And if you don't mind, um, it is time for for your performance. And bef before you do it, uh, talk a little bit about the song that you're going to perform. Okay, well, I just uh, started 
writing this song only a week and a half ago. Um, I just started, um, I was coming off another song. <laughs> so I was trying to kind of move on to something new. And I just started, you know, playing some riff on the guitar. And, uh, and just funny, I just kind of kept playing it over and over, put it on my phone so I could just like listen to it over and over. Um, and eventually like a lyric started to form that came into the chorus, not a day goes by. And somehow that, that lyric resonated, so that kind of stuck. And you know, I literally sang it over and hummed it and tried to work it out, you know, uh, many, many, many times. I, um, and eventually, eventually as lyrics start to solidify, themes and topics of the song kind of solidify, which then, so it's, it's kind of backwards the way I back into it. It's not like I go into it with a story in mind necessarily, but this, this one I kind of backed into. Um, I, I can talk about uh, other songs that I've, I've intentionally, uh, I'm going to take a tangent here for a second. I know we're probably- Go for it. Song, but um, there, there's been a couple times in writing where I've, I've heard something that was like so moving and inspirational to me. And the song was, for example, this one was, it was called Daughters by a group called Little Big Town. And the, the basic theme of the song was like, I, I'm waiting for the God for the daughters because it seems like so many women are mistreated. And so the song is about, you know, she wants a God to take care of the daughters and not just the men not just the boys. And I just thought it was just so, so beautiful. If you haven't heard it, I would suggest listening to it and reading the lyrics one day. And, and so I, I felt I had such an appreciation for the song. I just felt like I want to write something in a similar vein. I don't know what it's going to say. I don't know how. And so I had that theme. I knew I wanted that. Um, and so finally I ended up, um, Long story short, I was just plucking away on the guitar and, and the, no, it was be, actually before I even got to the guitar, this was during the Me Too movement. Um, when that was, you know, very in the news, there was so many women coming out about the Me Too movement. And so I just thought, that's it. That's it. That's the theme. And so then the guitar came in and I started, you know, messing around with some chords and lyrics. And so I, then I had just the story in mind of how, um, what if like a teenage girl, you know, was being abused by a step a stepfather or something, and she, but she was afraid to tell her mother. And, you know, so the lyric is something like, what, what would you do if I said me too? Would you stay or would you go away? And, you know, when I came up with that theme and that lyric, I just felt like, oh, this, this is something, you know, this is meaningful. So, and as it turned out, I ended up connecting with this, these folks in England, uh, Adele and Andy. I, I think I've mentioned them. Yes, too yes. You, you and they ended up recording that song and putting it on their, their album as well as another song. And so, so in the case of that song, the, the idea and the space for an idea, I no idea what the lyric would be. I just knew I wanted something in that vein. The song originated in that way, you know, but compared to the way the song came to be for the one that I'm gonna play today, 
I just kind of backed into it. And as I, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do this, as we all know. Sure. So, um, and as I backed in, I, I found the storyline and the theme of this, of a man who's lost his wife and he's looking forward to seeing her in heaven. And I just, you know, when the lyrics came for that, um, you know, where it, there's a last line where it's, I'll see you on the other side. Uh, you know, I just knew that that was, it worked and it resonated. I could feel it, you know, and I think, I don't know, a lot of people, maybe you have to be older, maybe you have to be married, but, you know, you can imagine what it would be like to like lose somebody that's very, very special and you're looking forward to seeing them on the other side. So uh, it, it really resonated with me. And so I've been, I've been, every, you know, I, I almost every waking minute, excuse me, I'm like thinking about the lyrics, changing the lyrics. I went on some Facebook groups, bounced it off a couple of folks. They gave me some great ideas, a lot of discussion. Just it's really great to be able to do that. And you get people that will actually not just tell you what sounds good, but if you get people that, you know, that you get to be comfortable with, and I want them to tell me what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people and, you know, everybody wants to be polite and nice and that's wonderful. But, you know, it's really, really helpful sometimes for somebody. To, I really wanted somebody to tell me, well, what doesn't work here? So I got some good feedback on that front. Um, and that was very useful. So. Um, so, yeah, it all it all ended up with uh, this song. So. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. If you want, if you want to get it, uh, get ready to go um, and get your guitar and um, get ready to get ready to do this. Feel right. free, feel free to do that as I kind of comment on what you said. All right, I'll get set up in here in the background while you do that. I'll t I'll give you a heads perfect. up. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I'll fill up um, the air. Hopefully, not be too boring. This is episode fifty-six or I should say 55 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. We're here with, with Bobby Arms, and he's going to perform a song called I'm Broke Without You. And just thinking about what, what Bobby said, a lot of songwriting and, and that, that I've found is, um, I don't want to say unintentional, but you know, it, it's, it's almost like when you're preparing for a song and you're, you're, you're doing that prep work, it's it's has to do with everything you prepared for previously. And maybe you get an idea uh, for that song from a song that was five or six songs ago. And that wasn't your intention, but um, as Dave Grieco, a former guest said, um, if you keep your antenna up all the time, good things will happen. Now, can you hear this guitar at all here? Yes, yes. Okay. All right, so uh, I think I'm ready to go here. Should I introduce the song or should you? Oh, well, I think we kind of already did. Uh, uh, but uh, go ahead, you could introduce it if you like. Sounds good. This is Bobby Arms and the song, I'm Broke Without You. Now that you're not around 
know that you're around Not a day goes by a thousand thoughts of you Not a night gone past that slipped through Not a smile can I make on this cold face You. Gone is our time, kids are all grown Got no more seeds here to sow We had our run, so had some fun Episode 55 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. That's guest Bobby Arms with his song, I'm Broke Without You. Bobby, I, I, you know, humility is a great thing in life uh, overall, and especially in songwriting, because this, this, this game can, can be rough. Uh, and you, know, you, you, you view your abilities as a singer-songwriter with great humility, but I do detect a lot of dire straits in, uh, in, in that song. Mark Knopfler, Bob Dylan, there are a lot of influences there. Um, and it certainly, for me, uh, definitely tugged at my heartstrings. I'm broke without you, Bobby Arms. Um, Bobby, we know all heroes don't wear a cape, but if you had a chance to take a one-hour car ride with one of the following three people, Okay. Who would it be and why? Would it be Bob Dylan? Would it be Eric Church? Or would it be Tom Petty? Oh, I think it's got to be Tom Petty. Yeah, That's somebody we haven't talked about. And tell us no, it isn't. 
yeah, that he's another huge influence for me. Um, I, yeah, I can't believe I haven't even talked about him since we've been talking here today, but so many of his songs just I have resonated so deeply with me. Um, I, I just, I very much appreciate the, it, it, he's got such a knack for like creating something that is extremely simple and extremely catchy and very, very relatable. And just, just this incredible way of creating these sing-alongable tunes. Um, so I just feel like I'd want to share a joint with him and talk. <laughs> Amen. A -a Amen. And, 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 and God, uh, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. And I uh, can, can very much appreciate that answer. So Tom Petty, it is. Bobby, empty your pockets, not literally, but take yourself back six to six or eight years as a as a novice singer songwriter. What advice do you have for for beginner singer songwriters? Oh, let's see. That's a good question. Um, it takes patience. It takes a lot of patience. Um, you have to be willing to uh, just sit and take the time and not expect that you're just going to have an idea. It's just going to happen when you want it to happen. It's going to happen in its own time. And I think the most important thing is to create the space within yourself to be a receiver. And if you are truly a receiver and truly patient, things will come. Um, but it takes, it takes time. And I, I spend a lot of time, excuse me, being impatient. And it usually not, not too much good, not very good stuff comes from a state of impatience. But if, if you truly just um, keep yourself open and have a lot of patience and a lot of persistence, good things can happen. But it takes time. It takes time sage wisdom here on on the podcast from bobby thank you very much bobby how can people get in touch with you if they so desire uh usually you can just uh soundcloud is a good place you can send me a message through there if you want um probably the best way to, i don't even have a website so that's that's the best way to go soundcloud it is um now is it bobby or robert arms on soundcloud it's a uh, bobby arms on soundcloud and A-R-M-E-S, uh, a lot of good stuff. Um, and then that song, I'm Broke Without You, is or is not on SoundCloud now? It is now. I just put it up there yesterday. I think I just did my, my final cut up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's up there. So you can hear that, that fresh cut on SoundCloud. Bobby, thank you so much for your time and space today. Thank you very, very much, Fox. It's been a lot of fun. Surely has. That will wrap up episode 55 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Bobby and I will talk at you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.
Yeah.